0: Welcome, everybody, to our Mentor IT podcast. My name is Cristina Lasagni, and I am passionate about creating a MIA role model for the IT workforce to help anyone accelerate in their career. Let's crack on! <music> and thank you so much for joining a second episode of Help Mentor IT. Today we have a special guest, Maria Sanchez. Um, She's a cloud managing director in the Middle East for one of the biggest technology consulting companies in the world. Thank you very much, Maria, for joining us. How are you today? Hi, Cristina. I'm doing great. Thanks
1: a lot. It's a pleasure for me to be here with you. Thanks a lot for inviting me to this amazing opportunity. I'm glad to be here to, to talk about uh, my journey, right? And, and, and to help uh, others uh, uh, to basically find their way of funding of, uh, the, their own journey.
0: Fantastic. We are excited to have you here. So I have a question for you, Maria. Um, can you tell us a bit about your story and where your IT journey start?
1: Okay, that's an interesting question. I mean, because it's uh, sometimes uh, hard to, to think, right, uh, where everything started. But I mean, if we, will, if we go back, right, I mean, starting uh, from when I was uh, young and I was uh, decided, deciding what I wanted to be, right, when I was, uh, <laughs> I mean, in my future. So the reality is that uh, when I was young, I I wanted to be a doctor, Uh, interestingly, uh, my father was an engineer, my mother is a psychologist, and I was inspired by the idea of being a doctor, right? I I like it and I enjoy especially the fact of uh, helping other humans. The reality is that, uh, and I actually, I designed my, my studies and, and my, path, my path around that. Uh, I, I selected the subjects at the school that were more into the biology and things like that. But I always kept like maths, physics, and all that sense. I mean, all those things uh, open because I was open, right? I was always, I've been always a very flexible person. I always uh, like to explore different things. So I was kind of open as well. Uh, the reality is that uh, my father passed away, uh, so my mother took the lead of uh, influencing <laughs> on, on, on what I I, I was about to, to, to do at the university. And she had a lot of friends that they were basically not motivating me of uh, studying medicine because of the long way and, and the limitations uh, on the on the access uh, to the hospitals, etc. So then I changed my mind. Uh, my brother also um, uh, uh, was an engineer, and then I decided to be a, a telco engineer. And then uh, that's, I believe, how how everything uh, started.
0: Yes, what a change, Maria. I think, um, you know, <laughs> from a doctor, you've been sidetracked to be an engineer. So it's uh, it's amazing. So you know, like from university, you decided to, to study engineering. How did you end up in, in consultancy? What was your mental process of saying, oh, okay, so this is my first approach and this is what I'm going to do next.
1: Yeah. So look, I mean, I think that if I look back again, I mean, every decision that I've taken, I mean, I believe that the, uh, has always been on the, um, on the approach of uh, having a lot of alternatives, right? And, and that's because I, I didn't have a very clear idea of what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. I wanted to take decisions that uh, give me that, the option of, of following different uh, paths. So I mean, as a telecommunication engineering, right? So I mean, I I saw I mean people that was working more in research, people that was working more in telco companies, and people that was working more in in companies. And I I got uh, let's say uh, interested on the on the consultancy. Um, path. I, I again, and I think that that's what that's the reason that I'm here. I think that uh, you get inspired as well, and 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 you are open to explore things when you see also others exploring those uh, paths. And then I, I had, uh, I, I knew people at that at that time that was working in 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 consulting companies and. And I like the way that they, and the things that they told about that, right? I like the fact of uh, working for different clients, that moving from one project to the other, meeting new people in every project, traveling, uh, and also like uh, having a a very good uh, career progression, right? All those things uh, attracted me. So again, I mean, it's not that I had it uh, clear from the beginning, but uh, I mean, the more I reach like the end of the university, then I started thinking about that. And, and then I remember that um, while I was doing the the final project, the, the professor that, uh, that was leading my final project, when I told him that I was about to join a, a consulting company, his first reaction was like, oh, really? I don't think that I don't see you in the consulting space. I don't think that you would succeed on the consulting space, which was like kind of shocking, right? I mean, it is like, wow. I mean, what is what I uh, project, right? And and what is, based on what this person is, is saying that, right? So so that of course uh, create uh, doubts, right? But I mean, as as I said, I mean, I knew people that was doing it, right? And it was like, okay, I mean, I know these people. I don't think that they are better than me. If they can do, I can do it. So I kept going with, uh, with my idea and, and, and then <laughs> here I am. So wow. I guess that, uh, yeah, he was wrong.
0: <laughs> I guess so. I guess you proved everybody wrong. So uh, that's for sure. But how, how come that you moved to the Middle East? And, you know, like as a woman, like we have preconcept about Middle East and, and the role of women out there. So again, you proved us wrong. Can, can you tell us what, what happened there? What was your decision making?
1: Yes. So look, um, uh, I I mean, and, and as I said, one of the reasons that I joined the consulting company is because I I, I found it very attractive, the idea of uh, working in other countries, right? Meeting different people, uh, um, knowing other cultures. And uh, then um, I met uh, the person that today is my husband uh, in the same company. And he was also looking for the same kind of uh, of idea of uh, of working somewhere else. Uh, we, I don't know, I mean, things happen in a way that uh, we both found an opportunity to move uh, together and transfer to, to the Middle East. I came, I mean, as part of a a personal trip a few years back before taking the decision. I like, especially Dubai, I like the city. Again, I connected with people that was living here and I found it like a super interesting, I mean, the fact of living in a different country with a completely different culture. And to be honest, I, I don't know. I mean, I had this idea that it could be difficult being a woman, but uh, I was not afraid. I mean, I, I, I mean the, the thing that I thought is that, okay, if I'm successful in Spain, if I continue being uh, in the same way, I mean, by default, I should uh, continue being successful there, right? So I, I didn't find a barrier on that perspective uh, mentally.
0: I find very curious that of course, you were performing and, and brilliant um, a consultant in consultancy in, in this company because you've been with the same company for, for 15 years. How many? Yes. Yeah, oh, 15 years. Okay. <laughs> so it's a long it's a long time, right? So you started in yeah. Spain, in, in Madrid, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you moved to the Middle East. But your career yep. boost happened in the Middle East. And, yep. and and maybe I'm, I'm i'm thinking here i'm drawing conclusions maybe it's because you spot that you know diversity in yourself that actually make you shine
1: yeah that's a very interesting thought christina because i mean i i think that if I again look back right and, and, and think about how everything happened the the reality is that uh, when i started uh, in my company in spain I joined at the same time as uh, another, let's say, 150 people, and it was pretty much 50% women, 50% men, right? So the diversity was already there. Uh, I mean, I was uh, I was doing great, uh, but the reality is that I was one of many, right? That were doing great. I mean, it's it's not that um, that uh, I was really differentiating myself in a way. I was doing a great job. I was getting uh, rewarded on that as many others, okay? The reality is that uh, when I took the decision to, to transfer to, to the Middle East, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was interesting because then, I mean, I kept doing technology, but then in the Middle East, right? So, so I was only, I mean, always the, the only woman, right? The, in every project, in every team, in every client. And that was tough. I mean, I need to say, I need to admit because of many things, right? I mean, and I've been working in in Saudi Arabia and and you can imagine, right, what that means. But at the end, what I found is super interesting because uh, I was um, really, let's say, differentiating myself uh, from others in the way that I was working, in in the way that I was uh, basically managing managing my clients, working with my team. And I think that that diversity, right, and that uh, differentiator differentiation uh, added a lot of value in my career and in every project that I, that I was doing. And the reality is that it was when I transferred to the Middle East when my
0: career got uh, accelerated. So this is amazing because I think you need to dare in life to succeed. And this is exactly what you've done. Wow. What a great experience. Thanks for sharing <laughs> that uh, with Thanks. us. I think it's also amazing the fact that, obviously, you kept being motivated, right? Because I imagine, you know, like this happened in the course of 15 years, it didn't happen overnight. So I'm curious to understand, investigate a bit more, what kind of support structure did you have and what kept you going when you faced, um, you know, sometimes we face difficulties, not in a bad sense, but sometimes we, we, we have a path in mind and, we have to we have to do different decisions in order to get there with respect to the one that we figure out in our mind. Yeah,
1: that's, that's an interesting question, Christina. I mean, at, at the end of course, um, I don't think that no one alone can can be successful, right? So you surround by by people that uh, that helps you achieve what you want to achieve, right? Um, in my case, I mean, at the end uh, for, I mean, the, the reality is that the 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 career uh, and the journey in my company uh, is always moving, right? So it's, it's very easy to get motivated because you always have kind of a short-term milestones. So it's i mean it's that that gets you motivated right because you know that if you do a b and c in a year then you will let's say reach that milestone you could promote you could so that by itself gets you motivated right because i mean you really see that uh, you can let's say, grow and, and you can improve. And, and at the end, you prove, right, that that, um, that that is working. Then, I mean, for that to work, right, as I said, you need to surround and, and, and you need to get help uh, from, the, from the people that uh, you work with, uh, you live with and, and your friends, right? In my case, I mean, I need to, to admit that uh, uh, my, comp- my, my husband was working in the same company as well. He understood very well how the company was working, uh, of course. And I think that one of the things that I was missing um, is, uh, is ambition, right? I mean, I never, I, never, um, I never reached where I am because I wanted to reach here. It really just happened by taking the steps, and then those steps and those actions translating into achievements. But it was never a plan. It was never that I really set that objective. It it just happened. But it it just happened, right? As I said, with help. And then in this case, so for example, uh, my husband pushed me a lot to to ask for what I I deserve, right? So so he was like, okay, so so you are doing this, Uh, you should be. Let's say sitting with your your leaders, uh, asking for promotion because this is I mean you you are deserving that. So he was kind of making making for me clear right that that's the way that it should happen. That it was kind of giving me like a male uh, view of uh, <laughs> of a uh, of a career right. I I mean and, and that's what I see. I mean in my case and and I see it uh, with my team right. The men are usually. Much more ambitious and and much more intentional on the um, on the promotions they want to achieve, on the salary they want to get, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And women in general, right? And I don't like uh, usually to to make a general um, uh, assumptions, but at the end, I mean, more or less, it happened that way. I mean, women at the end work hard, and then by working hard, achieve let's say, uh, great milestones, right? And, and of course, there's always exceptions, right, uh, on this. So it was, I mean, as, in, as I said, I mean, my husband, right, uh, uh, guided me on this. And then, of course, I mean, I had, I believe, the privilege of uh, working always with uh, great leaders, uh, both uh, in Spain and in the Middle East. Uh, I changed <laughs> bosses uh, a lot. I mean, that's interesting because, uh, every time that I had a new leader coming into the organization, it was like, oh, I mean, I need to start from scratch. It, and it always created the doubt, right? Okay, will I connect with this person? Because, of course, there's a lot of uh, connection, right, that you need to do. And at the end, the reality is that uh, it worked. Uh, and I, I get, uh, I got uh, a great support uh, always uh, from my leaders and, and and I reach for help whenever I,
0: I need it. And I always uh, found the help. So that is, that is great. So I, I hear one interesting thing and the interesting thing that I hear, which I also heard in the other podcast with uh, Loredana, the first episode, if you missed, I invite you to listen to, is uh, yes, the I mean. fact that in your career success, in your life success, one, first of all, there you're never alone. There will always be a support network. And second of all, is there is always a man Helping you to understand to bridge the gap in how men organize, men-oriented organization yes. think, and how women instead, um, you know, have to understand that gap in order to get to the top. So, yes. I, I I understand that what we're saying here is first of all, um, if we if we want to talk about gender gap, this is not a women's problem. This is society problem. We need to reach out. You know, also for people that are diverse and could be women, could be, you know, different, different yep. uh, people from, Absolutely. you know, uh, different cultures, people. religions. Correct. Absolutely. Thanks for that. So, and, and this brings me to the next point that I've got for you. I sense that uh, one of your characteristics that stand out is your empathy, and your empathy helped you climb the ladder and get you to where you are the managing director position out of your 15 years of career, which is relatively short for somebody that is under 40, if I may say. The other thing that pops, um, uh, pops out into my mind is uh, like, if, I, if we could uh, leverage your expertise and your unique skills, that would be how do you leverage your empathy in order to get out of every individual that you manage the best in them? Because we spoke about diversity. I think you understand that being diverse is an advantage. So how would you leverage that into your organization for their success and your success?
1: Yeah, Christina, I think that um... That is a very interesting uh, topic. So at the end, as you said, I think that one of my core skills is the empathy. And the empathy when when I when I deal with my team, when I deal with uh, with my kids, uh, with with friends, uh, I'm a very good listener. That helps me to to understand what's on the other side, what uh, what is the thinking on the other person, so I can get closer to that uh, person. So that kind of uh, humanistic approach right where i care a lot about people i believe that it helps me grow my team a lot right and, and and when we were discussing right i mean i mean because at the end of course uh, uh, there's a gender diversity but at the end uh, on top of the gender diversity for me is the is the people diversity right the, the different personalities the different ways of behaving the different ways of working that you need to understand and to get the best of our people and then you can you can apply that uh, to your team you, you can apply that uh, to your to your kids i mean so in my case i have uh, twins <laughs> i have a boy and, and a girl and and i believe that i mean they are, they are different not by the fact that they are a boy and a girl they are different i mean as you said you have uh, two boys uh, they are different because they are different uh, 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 they have different personalities and and it is important that you understand their personalities Uh, each of them demand different things so um, that's what you
0: need to to understand then to get the the best of that i agree with everything that you said maria Uh, it's true i've got two boys and um, i think i thought for a long time that they needed uh well not very long time because I'm very young but I, I thought for some time let's put it this way uh that they needed the same so I was trying to to be the same to act the same with all like with both of them like if I was giving this much attention to one I would have you know done exactly the same for the other but I I think this week I came to this realization that what you say what needs one the other doesn't and I exactly. think that's also very important is one of the secret that you I think you are um, unraveling for the audience which is there is no a cookie cutter approach that work for everybody everybody's unique and everybody's different, and everybody can bring value to their life organization family the way they are it's amazing um,
1: absolutely Christina. yeah and that's a that's beautiful right and yeah. and I think that you get to to understand that, uh, and if you get to find that uh, in every person of your team, then the the power that uh, that you can build, uh, taking the best of each, it's uh, it's incredible.
0: Yes, it's uh, it, it sounds very powerful, and obviously you've uh, you've applied it very very um, handsomely, I would say, uh, having grown mm-hmm. your team so big. So congratulations on that, Maria. Thank you. Um, I have uh, maybe last couple of questions. And um, I think it's very important. I would like always to give the audience something they can take away also for their life. Um, sometimes, you know, like uh, I believe we need to give back. We need to give back also our experience and our advice for young, for the younger workforce or just for somebody that wants to change career. But can you share with us what was the best career advice that you've been never given?
1: Well, that's a that's a big question, right? <laughs> I think that that would be a lot to say or, or to think. I mean, for me, it would be difficult to think about the best advice, right? Uh, but at the end, I think that uh, what, what I think is which are the advices that uh, made an impact, right, uh, on your life. I'm not sure if it is the best advice or not, but. I, I can really think about uh, a time when, when I was uh, pregnant. Um, of course, I was working in my company. And uh, that's the time where where you start getting a lot of doubts in the sense of, okay, will I able to, to manage this? Uh, I mean, today I, I dedicate a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort uh, on my job when I will be having the kids. And then I will need to basically... <laughs> Uh, uh, put uh, dedication as well in my family, in my kids, right? So how will I be able to manage that? And uh, you, you reach a point that uh, you think about, okay, shall I, shall I slow down? Shall I stop? Shall I? I think that you start getting a, a lot of questions and, and you start doubting a lot, and, and especially and, and in my case, right, and in the Middle East, when you don't see other roles or the role models doing it and and that that is the reality that i I didn't find anyone else uh, in the middle east uh, having a a leadership position and, and with kids then when you don't have the example you actually don't don't find a way to prove it, right? That it can be done. So at that time, I remember that uh, when when I was uh, pregnant, uh, I was I was reading the the book of uh, cheryl Sandberg, the ex uh, CEO of uh, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. And uh, I found a very interesting uh, uh, point uh, in her book uh, where that she was uh, saying that uh, uh, don't jump uh, out of the train um, uh, before. I mean, don't, I mean, if you believe that uh, there is something that uh, might, uh, let's say, impact your career, I mean, wait for that to happen, right? Don't imagine, don't just, let's say, uh, 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 continue in the train and jump when you need to jump, but not before. And at that point in time, right, what I thought is like, wow, that's, that's uh, great advice because, I mean, the reality is that I'm pregnant today, I can work perfectly and doing the same thing. I mean, why should I jump now? I mean, let me uh, have the kids, let me work again, and then I'll decide if I need to jump out or not. And the reality is that, so I had the kids, I took my maternity leave, uh, and then when I went back, not easy, of course, (laughs) and and I think this is a journey thing for for anyone, but uh, you find your way, and I think that that's the the most important thing, right? That uh, I think that everyone finds their own way.
0: So thank God Sher- Sheryl Sandberg shared that piece of advice with us on the book, right? It really worked yes. out for you. And it's yes. very interesting the fact that you say jump off and not get off because it <laughs> makes me think of a train that travels hundred thousand miles an hour right and it doesn't stop for you it's just you need to decide when to jump on or jump off so very interesting yeah. uh, perspective thanks Maria yes <laughs> that's interesting yes
1: <laughs> because it, it really is and I think that more and more the way that they that they, we we work and and we live uh, the, the trains uh, go very very fast <laughs> so you need to you need to also
0: find a way to control it somehow right if you can Yes, <laughs> not easy, not easy, but I, I get where you're coming from. And uh, thanks for sharing that. That was uh, interesting um, for me at least and uh, very useful. And, and lastly, Maria, I think because you are experienced in this field specifically in the consultancy um, you know, arena, uh, being a managing director and being, uh, you know, being in, in your current company for so long, would you be able to give any advice for people that will look to uh, start a career in consultancy either from scratch or from, you know, jumping from one area of expertise to another?
1: Look, I mean, I think that um, for for anyone to to work in, in a consulting company, I think that... Um, I mean the, the different the skills are, are very important I think that one of the ones that uh, that I value more um, especially in the in the junior positions right where we are having is uh, is people that are fast learners that uh, are open to work in in, in different um, type of work and and flexibility I think that that's uh, that's amazing because um, at the end, to grow as, as a consultant, right, uh, you end up learning about many different things and sometimes you like more what the type of project and the type, type of content that, uh, that you are working on. Sometimes you, you like it less, but uh, but at the end, the, the important thing, right, is that you give it, you give the opportunity to you to to work in different type of projects with different type of uh, clients and, and you get uh, a learning out of that. And for that, it is very important to be flexible because all will help you right in your career and you will get a learning from from all of that so i mean of course i mean the, i mean on top of the of the knowledge that uh, you get uh, from the university right and and we value careers uh, as um, as engineering and/or, or let's say, other um, type of, um, of uh, background, but I think that that fact of being a fast learner and, and, and being flexible—I mean, for me—is is key.
0: Okay, so you're saying we are saying here that um, this is the characteristic that you know, a consultant, a good consultant should have in order to be successful. Um,
1: yeah, and absolutely. And, and I, at the end, I mean, consultancy and, and the consulting uh, job, I mean, it, it's uh, moving a lot, right, into the technology area. I mean, no matter if you are doing a business strategy or, or a digital strategy or or, or whatever for, for a company, today technology is moving the world. So again, right, I mean, being, let's say, a passionate about the learning of new things every day. And, and being able to understand that, right? So then you can leverage those concepts and, and those um, uh, things available, right? Uh, in the technology space to apply to your, to your clients, that's, that's the most important thing. And for that, again, you need to be open, you need to be hungry to learn um, and, and, and flexible then to,
0: to apply that in many different ways. Absolutely. It makes sense. Um, Maria eh, I think we are top of the of the time um, time is running out unfortunately I thank you so much for your time and I thanks all the listener for listening to us um, our second episode of Mentor AT will be back very soon thanks very much everybody have a good day